Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, it's a jam-packed show. Usually, you know, the big episode is, oh, big show, huge show, it's exciting, that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Today, we are, whoo, whoo boy. Pack to the gills, pack we to got, the gills. And pack- up against the clock, Riley. Yeah, as well. I've got, got, got 57 minutes, Dennis. Tick tock. To, uh, so to go I, live su- to I suggested, yeah, you're going to go live and manifest online coverage. I suggested we just talk very quickly, yep. and you pl- and you play back the podcast at like eighty percent speed or something to artificially lengthen it. Like when I when I bounce the episode, make it make it a bit smaller. But instead of that, we're, we're now talking about talking about the podcast, which is always a winner. Always uh, a winner. Let, yep. <laughs> let, let's get into it. We t- we mentioned before a CP coverage of the Magic Fest online. Go and sign up, my friends. If you've got that itch to play competitive Magic, ChannelFireball.com. They've got you. CPEvents.com slash Magic Fest Online, $25 or entry. Just skip, cut the, cut the middleman out. Go straight to my.cpevents.com. Sign up, $25. 5 straight to the Players Tour Final, mate. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. Well, straight to the Players Tour Final by going 5-0. Not quite how it works, but... I'm a, you got to go 5-0, and then you got to make it 2 and then you got to finish top 2. But there is a path. The path there exists. Is, you can do that, but it's not... Yes. No, you know what? Yep, yeah, $25 guaranteed entry to the uh, to the players to a final. That's what that's what executive senior marketing <laughs> director manager man Dennis Strandjack is telling you. So there you it's go. A lot when of, you a lot of titles. Thank you when for you go one like four, <laughs> when you go when you go one four drop out, you can blame him for your the fact that you didn't get on the uh, on the players to. Anyway, get across it sign up. It's good value and you'll have a good time playing competitive magic in the, in the safety and comfort of your own underpants, my friend. Yeah, we're way past no table required. We're on we're into no underpants required. Yes. Well, you know what? You do you. Um, speaking of safety and comfort, Dennis, you certainly mm-hmm. took both of those things away from me earlier <laughs> Damn this right week. I did. Yeah. How was wow. your Resident Evil 7 stream, Riley? It was terrible. Well, actually, the stream was great. The stream went really well. Perspective, yeah. A lot of people, I got a lot of new subscribers, a lot of new people came in and, uh, and watched and laughed, and it seemed to be just a, a jolly good time for... N minus one people, where N mm-hmm. was the number of people involved in the stream. And minus one being you, of course. And the end minus one. The minus one is me. I hated it so, so here's the much. Deal. I, would, I would not be surprised. I would, I would have expected Riley to kind of, you know, play up his scaredness for, for the audience. Nope. Uh, you're a showman, you know. I, yep. I wouldn't have put it past you. Yep. He was very upset. Didn't Riley messaged me the following morning saying, mate, I couldn't sleep. Every time couldn't Megan sleep. rolled over in bed, I just jerk yep. awake. Like, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So um, uh, for those who are just joining us for the first time, welcome. You've come at a weird point. Like, go and listen to all the other episodes. But Dennis stole com out from under my nose. He bought the uh, an alternate URL for my history podcast, uh, net. And on this podcast, we negotiated a... If I played through Resident Evil 7, right? Got to get to the final credits. Uh, and if I streamed it, he would give me back access to that website, domain, yeah. right? Which some people have. I mean, Dennis, I'm just going with the, with the word on the street, right? This isn't me saying this. this. Is other people saying this? The word blackmail was thrown around a fair bit. I mean, <laughs> it's that's definitely just, extortion. I don't think it's blackmail. I don't know if it's blackmail, but it's definitely. I mean, it's in that realm. It's definitely blackmail adjacent and it's grey mail of some kind. Anyway, so on Monday. At twitch.tv slash Riley Crutier. You can go and watch the VODs. I'm th- I think I'm going to put them up on YouTube. Uh, one super fan actually clipped. It was I think it was Leo who clipped the... Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to get that name right because I do want to give them credit. It was it was fantastic. They clipped together like a, a compilation, right, of all of just the... Just Riley cracking yeah. his dacks. <laughs> it was. It was Leo. Yeah, it was Leo. Uh, just me. Just, yep, yeah, just crap me pants. I hate horror games. I hate mm-hmm. the horror genre generally. No, sorry. Hate is the right... I don't, I don't think it shouldn't exist. It's just 100% not for me. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stand it. Had a terrible time. Dennis, I got scared by bits that I knew were coming. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to turn this corner and this monster's going to disappear. And you did. And then it did. And then you still screamed. And I still screamed. And I I, I didn't know that I made this weird, like, yelping scream <laughs> noise. Yeah, the ah! noise. It's, it's, no, it's not even that. It's really. And then Megan, who was in the room, my girlfriend was in the room with me. She wasn't helping. Nope. She she crawled in. in through the door behind me like the the girl from the ring, and then came yep, up behind yep, me yep. like this, and I just about oh. And then when I went away to go to the toilet, you were coaching her as to how to put oh, the YouTube yeah. video so on. Riley, Riley, Riley up to the bathroom, and he was like, "Quick, Dennis, entertain the stream." And I was like, "Megan, get on here right now. I need you to go to YouTube. I need you to look, go, search the words five minutes silence, then scream.' Which, if you don't know, is a YouTube video and a whole series, a whole genre, seemingly by the way, of just long stretches of silence oh. followed by a very very loud noise. So I wanted to have that load in the background but unfortunately Riley is a quicker urinator than I had gambled yeah. on. No, no, I got I got back in there in time. Um but you know what? The game itself 
awful, terrible, hate it. Uh, like the, from, from the game, actually, I have to be fair to it. It's a well-designed game. Sure. It's actually, it's a very, it's a, it's a high quality video game if you're into that sort of thing, right? If you mm-hmm. like the, I'm getting spooked talking about it. I have to say, I'm getting spooked. <laughs> I don't enjoy the the memories. Like it's, it's so bad, but the puzzles were fun. The action sequences were kind of like just normal. Like they were okay. But the scary bits like, oh mate, oh mate. But the scary can- bits are they're just wandering around empty corridors. I know, but it's Those the anticipation. The you no, know that it, something's going to happen. It's awful. Oh, it's terrible. Um, yeah, no, absolutely hated it. But I want to share some... I got some very supportive messages, right? Oh. I got some very supportive messages. This is what I wanted to share, right? This was actually before... This This was after last week's podcast, but before the stream, right? Um, I got a supportive message from uh, Milton Mendoncha. Milton Men- I don't know how to... Sorry, Mendonca? Mendonca? It's the five... It's the C with a little five underneath it. Milton. Mendoza? We'll just stick with Milton. I'm pretty sure I'm getting Milton right. So, Milton, right? So, Milton, very supportive message here. Riley just wanted to share that I got Resident Evil 7 on the day it came out, played it for an hour and a half, and never touched the game again. Not because it's incredible, but simply because it's absolutely terrifying and scarring. It gives me nightmare to this day. But no worries, mate. You're going to love it anyway. Looking forward to your stream and more smart Cheers. So thanks, <laughs> Milton. Thanks, mate. Can I confess something to you, Riley? Yeah, go on. Milton DM'd me saying, Hi, Dennis, here's my power move of the week, laughing oh. and then sent me a <laughs> screenshot of him sending you that message. Oh, oh, it didn't help. It didn't help, mate. It really did. It, oh, it didn't help. It was, it was awful. And you know what? All the people who joined in the chat, like there were people going, go on, Riley, we believe in you. We're doing great. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. That's so supportive. Then I was like, wait a second. You just want me to keep playing. Yeah. You're just enjoying me. Oh, so. So anyway. you played for like four hours, maybe? So, yeah, probably about halfway through, three quarters of the way nah, through by now. You're like 30% through, if even. There was a point, and I kind of hid this on the stream, but there was you a point. You talked to me about this afterwards, yeah. Like, there was a point at we, at the beginning, I was like, Dennis, I don't know if I can do this, Dennis. And like, you know, and again, I think to people watching, they're like, oh, look, you're just hammered it up. Oh, it's just getting, no. Like, there was a, that, that, at that point when I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I was really close to bailing. Like, I was really, really close to just being like, I'm sorry, I, I actually can't do this. I pushed through it and I did keep going and it didn't, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, now I see, now I get it, now I feel rewarded. No, it wasn't even close to that. But, but now you're pot committed. Now you've been scared for four hours. You can't let that be for nothing. Anyway, twitch.tv slash Tower, Monday evening, Europe, Europe time next week. Get across you it. Going again, I mean, going again. I mean, as you say, I'm pot committed. I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do it. We can go sooner than Monday. No, I think, I think a week. I need a week, mate. Um, (laughs) Dennis messaged me afterwards. He's like, "Hey, is this, is this unlocked a deep and abiding love of the horror genre? Can we expect to see more of it in the future?" I'm like, "Not unless you steal another URL, uh, URL, mate. (laughs) Not unless you find another piece of leverage. I'm not bloody doing it. No, absolutely not. I, I really, I, no. Anyway." Um, I did get another support, and this one was actually a supportive message. Uh, this one wasn't about Resident Evil Seven. So, b- before we before we move on to the advice, Dennis, I want I want to share this message that came in from Drake, and actually a really nice message that, that hit home here. Uh, this was about the the snack stuff. So mm. last week I confessed to being uh, snack selfish, right? Uh, to, I don't share my best snacks with my D and D crew. I, I I go for the second. You invite people right? over and then sequester the best snacks away. Like you know, have you seen the extended Lord of the Rings, Riley? Yeah. You know the bit where they show Smeagol back when he was just a hobbit? Yes. And any spoiler alert murders his brother yeah. in the river to get yeah. the ring. And he's like, that's you. That's you. No, but it's, with these, no, these, these salt and pepper crisps, uh, right? That's no, you. I'm not strangling. I'm certainly not strangling anyone. I mean, I am keeping my precious chips to myself, but certainly there's no death involved. Anyway, Drake Dumit says, hi, Riley. Love your content. Thank you. Uh, just listened to the podcast this week and I felt the need to write to you because you sounded genuinely distressed. And I was. Like, that wasn't... I was. I felt a little guilty about... And I felt a little ashamed of myself after admitting it. I'm a PhD student in psychology, so I felt I should read out. It is 1,000% okay, Dan. Not even 100%. It is 1,000% okay. Drake's... Drake's um, uh, PhD is certainly not in statistics here, but we'll go on. <laughs> Uh, it is 1,000% okay for you to save your favorite chips for yourself. Mm-hmm. You even say that you bought them with that intention, which is a good thing. Those aren't your snacks for hosting. They are your personal snacks. I'm sure your friends really appreciate your hosting and the snacks that you do provide and don't expect you to dip into your personal ones. Postscript, some unsolicited advice. If you think That's that good. your mates would particularly appreciate those salt and pepper chips, then when you're buying them in the supermarket as you laid out in the episode, buy an extra bag. 
for use only while hosting. You get to eat a few while you're playing, and then you still have your personal bag tucked away for later. So, Drake, thank you, first of all. Okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before I let this self-adulation go on any longer from what is clearly Riley's alternate Twitter account, no, Drake Dumas. No, I've been racking my brain trying to figure out how this is an anagram of Riley Quarry Tower for a couple of seconds now already. <laughs> but Drake's advice is genuine, to be fair. If you, you know, like... You should take care of yourself. You should look at like you should try and put yourself as number one. Self care is important. Yeah. You know, being kind to yourself. Being but Drake, those things mostly only apply if you're some sort of like redeemable human. Oh my if goodness. you're if you're if you're Riley Knight, oh, if you're like, you know, big headed prima donna. I'm not even the hero right. of this podcast, and I'm <laughs> no, getting all I'm, this I'm cementing myself in, into the heel role by doing this. Right? This is Surely. horrible. No. Um. But no, thank you for the, the reinforcement that, yeah, you are allowed to have nice things for yourself. You don't have to give away absolutely everything to everyone all the time. And I do, I do enjoy my salt and pepper chips and I don't like sharing them. But also, I don't really know why I didn't figure out. Like, it's like, oh, I feel bad because buy I, give more, the, yeah. like, I give people the tier two snacks and I keep all the tier one snacks. Just buy only tier one snacks and then it's yeah, not a problem. I don't know why you're buying tier two. I mean, you, uh, you could make an argument you're buying tier two for variety's sake because to someone else they might be I think that's what snacks. it is. It's like, oh, I can't buy five of the same bag of chips. Well, I need well, to my get problem, different. Dennis, is that I'm so generous. I don't even buy all the snacks I like. I buy snacks I don't like in case my friends like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more like, oh, I don't want the checkout person to think I'm weird because I've got five bags of the same chips. Like, oh, no, I've got a lot of different types. <laughs> like, Ooh, Ooh, this man's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he goes home and crushes up salt and pepper chips only to write on the walls. Oh, now I'm getting scared again, Dennis. Is there anyone behind? No, I'm fine. Okay, it's no broad daylight, mate. What are you yes, talking about? Yes, but I'm very, <laughs> Dennis, I'm very fragile at the moment, mate. Resident Evil really didn't number me. I couldn't sleep, mate. I really couldn't sleep. I was jump- like every time Megan shifted a little bit, I'd be like, oh, wake up. Oh, what's this? Like, oh, it was... Oh, okay. Anyway, Whew. calm down a little bit here. Calm down, Dennis. And get into this week's advice. A nice planeswalker writes in Riley. First of all, we'll be the judge of that. Let's see how the question goes. But they I mean, say, we've already, Dennis, do you know that this person has already got in touch and you've already made that joke? No, yeah, I'll make it every time. It's every single time? Okay, every single all right. Time. Because I, th- I feel like a nice planeswalker oh, I remember, has, a, I remember. has established their nice credentials by now. No? Riley, if I ever... Do you ever listen to our podcast or like watch a video that we've made or you've yeah. made, for example? So like if I, if, I, if I ever do that, I'll hear you say something, right? Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, it'll be funny if I said this. And then because my brain is the same brain and is receiving the same input from you, past Dennis will say the thing I thought was a good thing to say. I'm like, ah, good good man, me. Yep. from Got him. Often from like three days ago yeah. that I've already forgotten. My cash is very short. Anyway, and that's when Zucker writes in and says... My spouse knows the basics of magic, but has only ever played with the equivalent of starter decks. Since our local lockdown set in, I've had six mystery boosters I'm desperate to Winston draft, and my spouse is the only person with whom I can play. I've never even played with the mystery boosters. Are they too much to ask of a new player? Would they scare her away or be a perfect introduction into the wide world of magic? Uh, it is definitely the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not close. Yeah, I, mis- I, I, I've been playing magic for, like you know, a decade now, basically. Yeah. And I'm... A very enfranchised player. Magic is part, of, a huge part. It's my job is to mm-hmm. most, mostly to do with magic. I have a pretty deep knowledge of magic. I played Mr. Booster. I love it. I would not want to play a Mr. Mr. Winston draft. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, it, it would, it, it needs to be the sort of thing that, like, it, it, the, the complexity level of Mystery Booster isn't necessarily the cards are, you know, it's not, it's not like Future Sight where all the cards don't make any sense. It's just that there are, like, trying to pick out a theme or trying to find it some kind of, Running, no, Mystery Booster is, man, this sucks though. Like being not, not, I mean, there, there are so many, there are so many problems here. The lockdown, you know, with someone playing, playing mm-hmm. Magic who's on, on a very different level to you. Having Mystery Boosters that you are desperate to crack open but can't. I mean, there are so many things for a nice planeswalker to overcome here. I think, I think you, you just have to exercise restraint. You just got to wait it out. I don't think this, this is a waste of both those Mystery Boosters and probably it might genuinely do damage to your partner's interest in magic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, um, you got to bury those mystery boosters. You got to bury them. You literally, you got to bury them. You got to go, you got to get a shovel and you got to dig a hole and you got to bury them in the ground because otherwise you're going to want to crack them. They're just going to sit there going, mm, look at me, come and, look, mm. come and, come and feast upon the goo inside me. No, yeah. <laughs> bury them, bury those suckers until, 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 you know, greener days Spring? come. What are we, what are we doing instead? 
how can we involve how can we involve what's a what's a, a good way to involve you know a, a partner in a, a, a muggle or a, a slightly you know a squib at least a squib in this case yeah a squib in into your day-to-day magic routine your day-to-day magic habits when I think they're trying to get them hooked on arena man honestly that's it. that's it that's the good thing about arena man like even someone who just isn't super into magic but just likes video games mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. may enjoy just logging on doing some quests doing a bit of drafting here's uh, here's a thought ikoria comes out next week right yep draft ikoria together thursday mate are we know are you noticing how often the answer to these questions is play limited limited is just the best format man it's not the best format but it's a great on-ramp like it's a great on-ramp you- it's a great road to drive on it's a great off-ramp both both of you he, here's the thing right if you're if you're with someone, and this isn't just for a nice planeswalker, this is for anyone generally. If you're with someone who isn't very into magic or isn't into magic at all, or has a passing interest, or just generally isn't as invested as you, the release mm-hmm. of a new set is the perfect time to involve them because that's when the skill differential between the two of you is at its very lowest. That's true. Because you're both coming in fresh to these cards, right? You may have years of experience and know that like you know removal spells are good or this is a bomb whatever but it's where the gap between your general experience level with the with the cards is is at the lowest so a new set it's a great time to try to get someone on board you say hey let's come and learn this together and if they're not into it they're not into it but they it might be a way for them to feel a little more um a little less outstripped i guess is that what is that the way to put it yeah have have more on more of an equal footing like you said i think that's the that's definitely the way to go you want to feel like your partner has a fighting chance despite the fact you play for much longer than them and i think but also you can draft together yeah you know what i mean you you sit around the same draft now you have to be careful not to over backseat draft there's something i'm guilty of all all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but in any case, I think these are these are all way better methods of getting your getting your partner more invested in magic than a Winston mystery booster draft. I don't think I can like not to criticize you, Anna Stensrock. I know exactly where you're coming from, and I'd feel the same way if I were in your spot. Yeah. I don't think I can think of a worse way to try and introduce somebody to <laughs> you know the next level of magic. Hey, come and play this ta- Kamigawa block tiny leaders singleton format with me. Yeah, this is this will this will be the way to while away those those mm-hmm. lockdown hours. Yeah, nah. And listen, do you know what? Suspended reward. Gamers love suspended reward, right? You, For you, sure. you, you squirrel away those mystery boosters, and you say, oh, "Can't crack these into the lockdown lifts." And oh, when you crack those bad boys open, oh, it's gonna Mwah. feel good. Oh, it's gonna feel good. Um, yeah, sorry about this situation. It sucks, and I'm sure lots of people around the world are uh, are, are in a similar spot with uh, you know with not even just magic, their respective hobbies. Disma, I need to get my. Uh, how do I get my partner into cross stitching? Disma. I want to rearrange my model train set, but my my partner doesn't seem to be particularly. How do how do I go about doing this with them? I Dear mean, smart. My partner isn't keeping up with my passion for Nepalese spelunking. How do I? How do I? <laughs> and I found I found that I haven't been able to go spelunking in Nepal after <laughs> after being put down a lo- put a lockdown. Um, yeah, I think I think everyone you know relationships are, are being tested at times like this, and uh, finding ways to 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 open up your your time and, and finding ways to include the other person mm-hmm. in your hobbies is uh, is a critical relationship skill. So um, I don't know. Best of luck, and, and maybe a Corey Limited is 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 the the way to move forward here. I think it is. My whereby call is breaking a little bit. Can you just ref- let me just refresh it? Mm-hmm. Can you refresh your side as well? It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for those listening at home, okay, Dennis. No, no, that's really good. Okay, good. Got me real good. So for those, ha- I was thinking that's weird because so sometimes Dennis and I have connectivity issues. Mm-hmm. And um, today we didn't, which was good. And then he, I was surprised when he said, "Oh, the the whereby call is breaking up." I'm like, "Oh, sure, whatever." Refresh it. So he refreshes it, and that didn't have the achieved outcome for him. He did, that he wanted. So he's like, "Oh, can you also refresh yours?" I'm like, "Sure, it's not going to do anything, but it costs me literally nothing, so I'll do it." And it turns out that it does cost me something because Dennis has changed the background of the uh, of the whereby call to a screenshot from Resident Evil Seven. So now, is it a screenshot, Riley, or is it a seven minute GIF from Resident Evil Seven? <laughs> Uh, it's a screenshot. It's not moving. Oh, wait. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I'm just going to minimize that window and I'm not going to... Okay. Nope. Oh, dear. Well, this brings us very neatly to power moves. Um, 
uh, a little uh, we, we, a little dry the the power moves this week. Only got a couple. Um, mm. Of course, I guess uh, with the, the "Am I the Arsehole" segment coming up very soon. That that I think Oki that scratches a similar itch. Yeah, it, it's captured the hearts and minds of the people listening. Anyway, the first one comes in from Johan Fogelholm. Here, here's our first power. What move an S to your name there. Very very good name. Very very good name. <clears throat> Uh, this is a, a watch from my stream who, who pointed this out actually when uh, I was mm. yeah when I when I was in a situation like this power move with cards that make you name a card so Tamio collector of tales cabal therapy whatever right when you have to name a card name something that gets in your opponent's head for example abandon hope Very no strong. escape mm-hmm. this is a classic power move Dennis it's been around for a while but there are some there are some really good cards that you can name when you know again cabal cabal therapy you're never going to hit an abandoned hope but you 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 impress you you stamp for your dominance sure. on that game for sure yeah this is really really good um Dennis there's also a card you can name on arena so obviously you can't name uh, abandoned hope on arena because it's not yes. code doesn't exist yeah do you know what you can name what can you name arena a black lotus what? What? Why? Because Black Lotus is an arena. It's an arena card. From what? They had a. They had this like dual. Deck oh, the thing special event had, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so when, Black if, Lotus is coded in, so it comes up when you t- go to type in a card name. If you are miles ahead in a game, right, you can name Black Lotus with Tamio. I've had this done to me. Amazing. It was, this was in a challenge game between me and a, me and a viewer, so I don't know if it works in like standard or whatever. But if you're jamming casual games or maybe in Brawl or something like that, right, on Arena, you can name Black Lotus and you can really show Wonderful. people. I mean, so, so good. Really, really good. So thanks, Johan. That was, uh, that was an absolute really, really cracker. Good. Stephen Fisher writes in Riley with an addendum to their previous power move, which was the triple cut. So, you know, I cut your deck three ways. I mm-hmm. take the middle section, rotate it 180 degrees, essentially, so that the lip of the cards is facing the and wrong that, way. And that led to us talk about different ways to, you know, mission mash and jumble your opponent's deck yeah. around. So, uh, you know, you they're going to have to sort it out at right, some point. Right, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I pointed out this would drive me up the wall, yeah. as it would. And I think it would annoy you too, but it would annoy me more, perhaps. I think so. So, and uh, Steam Fisher writes in and says, if you were re- to rearrange your cards after the diab- diabolical triple flip cut, which I would do absolutely i'm like oh you know turning them over i would be forced to look at you with indignation for making me wait <laughs> despite the fact that steven is it's your fault you're waiting mate not mine i'm getting mad just it. thinking about it i'm getting oh, mad just thinking about it i love that i love that, that yeah, you 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 rearrange their deck get my inconvenience them and then when they're rearranging you go, come on mate we've got a game to play can you take your turn chop, what's chop, going chop, on chop. come on i've got places to go people i love this that's nah, so good no 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 don't care for it. Don't care for it. Please do send in your power moves to at Stranjack and at Ryder Quarry Tower so I can yell at them into the void. Well, and, and, and let's and rage. let's also quickly uh, get across the mark. Mark, we power, uh, power move of the week here, Dennis. The power move of the week, which was oh, yes. definitely Milton's, without a shadow of doubt. Like, Milton's, Milton's sending in me a thing, to, which initially comes as a message of support for Resident Evil 7, and then mm-hmm. halfway through the just turns... Punch, the yeah, one-two so, punch. My, my, the one-two punch. You know how... You know what makes this a real power move? Go on. Is if Milton's never played the game. Oh, just... <laughs> you know just what pulling, I mean? I like to think, bum. and uh, Milton, if this isn't true, please don't correct me. My head canon is that yeah. Milton never played the game. Never played the game. Just just, just trying to get up my brain zone. Well, congratulations. It's one you, the Mark Boyd power move of the week, because uh, it definitely rattled me. It definitely... It de- like, Riley, re- sent, Riley texted me a screenshot being like, mate, look at this message I just got. And I was like, oh no, where did you get that? That's so crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, Dennis, let's crack on here to Emma the Arsehole. This is a, another another feature we've just lovingly ripped off from somewhere else. And, uh, yep, and people, yep. people seem I to... The, I think there's good meat on these bones. I think but people seem to love it. We've actually got a fair bit. And it does actually... It actually does fall under the category of advice, so it is a little... Cl- like, yeah, Power Moves is not related to advice. No, I mean, all no, we're no. doing is ad- advising you to be a little bit of an arsehole to someone. Yeah. Whereas, whereas here we're confirming whether you are or you are not. Dan, I'm very sorry if you're still listening. This podcast is going to have a lot of the A word in it. As I already talked about a game, you're way too young to play. So this is just not the, a particularly Dan yes. friendly broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so for those for the uninitiated, Am I the Asshole is a subreddit. But in this case, it is, it's is—it's basically just like an agony ant kind of thing. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, I have this contentious situation in my life. In this case, one that was related to magic, where I'm not sure if I am I being a, am I being an asshole, which is a, which is a reasonable, which is I think exhibits a good level of self awareness. Yeah. Now the downside is most of the time the person who is self aware enough to write the am I the asshole post is not the asshole, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when they are, when you when we when we read out one of these, and you have to sit here and go, 
Are you um, kidding yeah, me? Yeah. It's like, yeah. How, I how can't do wait. You, uh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, yeah, I, usually, you know, when, when people send in for us, we are looking to be supportive. We are looking to be like, you know, more or less by default kind of take their side because they're oh, yeah, the we're on the, we're on the side of the viewer for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. here... Gloves are off, mate. We're going to light you up. Anyway, first one comes in from longtime superfan Anton Clement, who says, am I the arsehole for making the attack with zero power creatures to send a message power move look stupid and silly because I do this into open mana and get blown out by their response? Oops. You're not. No, you're not an asshole. No way. Dennis, this was not an am I the asshole move. This was a power move because Dennis, guess who it was on his stream that attacked with a zero power Leafkin Druid into an opponent's response? Oh, it was, this was on top five. Yep. Wonderful. Full circle. Ah, I just walked into that one, didn't I? Walked right into that one. Delicious. Okay. Delicious. I thought we were finished with uh, Power Moves this week, but no, apparently no, no. not. Anton Clement. Maybe it's a joint Mark Boyd Power Award here because, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Both of the, the Power Moves here, I mean, this is really an inside baseball thing. Both of the you know, potential winners of this week snuck into other sections of the show notes, not yeah. in the Power Moves yeah. section. <laughs> yeah, not even in the Power Moves sections. It's, it's bleeding. The, the Power Moves are bleeding into every other. Po- okay, well. Thank you, Anton, for absolutely rumper dumping me there. And you know what? You are the asshole. There you go. Hey, our hey, hey, our hey. first alpha. No, no, no. You can't, you can't let your personal misplays cloud your <laughs> judgment so here, man. Bad. Oh my goodness. All right. Anyway, here's to the next one, Dennis. This is this is this one. Curtis comes in. Dole writes in and says, "I sent a message to Dennis as well. This is your version of the message, obviously. But my handshaking question could be under: Am I the asshole as well? Am I an asshole for not wanting to shake hands? Don't try that one again without doing the whole." Also, he sent me a much longer version of it. Should I read that? Yeah, just read that one, yeah. Just go from this one yeah. comes in from. This one comes in from Curtis Dole, Riley. Am I the asshole? I don't like shaking hands or saying good game, especially if I am the winner. I feel like the winner is rubbing it in or being unsportsmanlike when they force the loser to shake or tell them it was a good game. As the winner, you won't be able to see every mistake your opponent made, so if you say good game to them and they don't think it was a good game, it could feel like bragging. In summation, am I the asshole for not shaking hands? Um, before, before we jump into this question, Curtis actually messaged me to say, to say uh, his name is pronounced Dale? Not Dole, which I think is, and then said, I'm pretty sure it's of German descent, uh, which is interesting because if it were German, it would be Dool. D O E is it is Du, but he, um, he, pronoun- he pronounces it Dale, though, right? Dale, yeah. So, okay, sorry. so Cur- Curtis Dale writes Cur- in. Curtis <laughs> Dale. Um, that sounds like something is- a, a villager would say when you told them to go chop wood in Age of Empires, by the way. Curtis Dale. Curtis Dale. Mozumontog. <laughs> anyway, um, the rules have changed. The rules, Dennis, have been thrown out the window. Handshake okay. rules. I'm so interested to see what the post-COVID-19 Magic the Gathering consensus on handshake rules are because I feel like the goalposts have done moved and the rules have done changed. Yeah, you rot- at the end of the game, you rotate in your chair 90 degrees, you place your mouth into your elbow and you whisper the words good game into the crook <laughs> of your elbow. <laughs> No, because beforehand, I think there was like a level of stigma attached to anyone who refused to shake hands, right? Yeah, it was so definitely- let, let, let's, let's try to place ourselves in a pre or sufficiently post COVID 19 world at first, I think. So before. So, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, so I think. I don't. Here's the question. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the point of contention for me. Yep. Am I the asshole for not wanting to shake hands? So are you the asshole for not, for not offering a handshake? No, almost never. Are you the asshole for rejecting a handshake? Sometimes. Sometimes. And I think most po- of the time. Well, pre pre COVID nineteen, yes. almost all of the time. Usually. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's funny because the people who were worried about hand hygiene and cleanliness and all that sort of stuff. Did we have to- a, a person from a while ago who had like really dry skin or something? We did. We had someone yeah. who had a, a legitimate me- medical reason, right? And yeah. we, we talked about ways to, to deal with that. But I think previous to, to th- this whole health crisis, we were always like, well, you know. It's a it's a pretty well socially accepted norm that you should shake hands and and so unless you have a decent reason not to yeah you, you, you kind of yeah. should be doing it really but it's interesting because now with the renewed imp- with the renewed focus on hand hygiene and the tra- and, you know the transmission of diseases I don't think we're going to land in the same spot once this uh, once no. this and whole we thing might, is we might, get, we might get back to it eventually but like do you find I find now if I'm like watching a movie or a TV show people just, there's, oh, there's, a, so no, there's just a lot of people in a room talking together I'm like yeah. what are you doing what are you doing that's very dangerous mate. Don't shake hands. Oh, and then you touch your face. Ugh, like this. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, this time next year, we're going here and we're talking about, like, the you know, the bow. Yeah. The bow. Stand De- and walk a pace away from the table and deep bow from the hip. Dear, dear Smart, 
I won a game and then my, no, and then, but then lost badly. And my opponent offered the winner's bow. Am I wrong to reject the winner? Like, to this reject is- the winner's, can you reject a bow? A bow is an individual thing. But this is what I'm talking, this is what I'm saying. The bow, the bow may reply. That's what I'm looking forward to it too. I like, in, J- in Japan, this is the big thing they do in Japan. The bow, right? Love it. Love not, it. Not for magic though. What? Well, I don't know. Just generally when you're greeting someone. Right. Okay, I'm not an expert on Japanese culture, but when I was there, I did see a lot of people bowing and I got right, into no, it. That's and that's fine. I, was, I appreciate that. That's I, okay. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic, right? And there's whole like levels of how far down you bow based on the, you know, the level. I don't know. I, I again, I'm, I'm speaking from ignorance. So I don't fully understand it. But I, I, I'd love to see the bow replace the handshake. It's just a much more hygienic way <laughs> to, to show respect to your opponent. Maybe that's the tech. So now, but Curtis, yeah, the next time your opponent offers offers a handshake, Stand up, back away from the table, bow deep from the hip, and then yeah. walk away. Leave your cards and play them out there. Just <laughs> exit the vicinity. I, I think this is uh, this is a very difficult question to answer right now because you shouldn't really be playing magic in person anyway. And so, well, let's, let's put that aside. Let's imagine. Let's just let's just pretend that isn't the case. Because this question, if, what, what would you say this question if it was submitted three months ago? I'd say yes, you are. You need to shake hands with someone three months ago. But that's because that's before this. Well, okay, so so what, if you win, yeah, are you? So let's say, so in general, I've always thought that the loser should offer the handshake. No, the the loser should offer the handshake. The loser should offer the handshake. That's part of losing. But I don't think. You flop your hand, you extend the hand. But I think if you win, it's also fine for you to. I don't think you like go, oh, you're on three, lightning bolt, drop that on the table, and then force your hand in their face. Like, that's very bad. But do you you go, all right, I'll keep, and you go mountain goblin guide, and then just extend the hand across (laughs) the table? Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, you know, as you you go, yeah, okay, and they pack up their cards, like, well, good game, and you put, like, well, thanks for the games. You put out your hand like that, Nah, as the winner, no, 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 I disagree with you here. Well, I think it's, no, no, but I think it's It's okay to do that. It's it's fine. It's It's not good. It's not good. No, no, I think it's fine. I think it's okay to do that, right? I think it's on the line. But- after this, after this whole, after this whole COVID nineteen thing, I think the rules are going to change, and I think we can't have a conclusive answer until we until we see where the sort of social norms lie. After that, I wouldn't be surprised to see people not not shake hands after all, and instead do I don't know one of those silly elbow bumps or something because they're Curtis. I mean, that, Curtis is a second. The am I the asshole, Riley? In which I think Curtis is the asshole. All right, go on. They run and ask another. Am I the asshole? If I refuse to roll a spin down d twenty to determine who plays first. I feel like some people angle shoot too easily. I find it especially awkward after they've already rolled. People that don't really ask how I roll, and they just say it and throw their dice. So basically, Curtis is talking about the whole D20s aren't sufficiently random. Yep. Spin down D20s rather than compared to a normal mm-hmm. D20 or a D6 mm-hmm. or whatever, a normal die. And people can learn to roll them so that they land on a higher way yep. in theory. Yeah, and we, we've talked about this a little bit. So I've, I agree with I, – I disagree with the first half of the question. agree with the second half. I find it really annoying if someone already rolls and then says, hi, roll. Or, or, oh, that's, or, that's, that's no good. Yeah, that's not it. Like you need to determine what – oh, yeah. I had one. Oh, this was, this was fantastic. I remember calling a judge on someone in – before the like on turn zero, before the game even started, mm, right? Snitch. Because they picked up two um, – they picked up two uh, D6s. D, D6s, rolled it, got like a four or something, and I rolled, got a nine or something, and went, all right, I'll go first. He's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll go first. I'm like, you lost the dial. He said, no, no, we're doing low roll. I'm like, <laughs> doing low roll? All right. These aren't, I mean, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Because, because <laughs> we didn't say anything to begin with, right? I was like, all right, mate. Like, there's no there's no conceivable universe in which both Low people- Low roll is the default, yeah. is, is the default, right? So I call the judge, I'm like, I explain the situation, and the judge just looks at me like, yeah, you get to choose. Like, yeah. I've, like, if, if you didn't say anything, it's a high roll. And the guy's like, well, I don't know. Like, we're, we're, it's always a low roll where I play. It's like, mate. No, come on. Stop digging yourself. It was oh, ridiculous. Anyway. You're from Australia. If anywhere it's always a low roll. If anywhere's going to low roll, it's going to be us. Do it upside down. Absolutely. Um, but Curtis, no. Look, if someone has put... I think we've covered this in the, in the show, yeah. show before. If someone has put in the hours to learn how to roll a spin down to give themselves a higher chance of rolling a, a, a higher number... That is hours that they have not put into learning how to play the game of Magic the Gathering, a deck master game. And you are going to beat them because they are the idiot who spent hours and hours learning how to trick roll dice. I don't think these people exist. I really don't. But if they do, Dennis... I know, but I I don't think they do. I I, I have got the inverse of the X-Files poster, mate. I do do not want to believe. (laughs) Or or just, I don't believe. I don't believe. (laughs) I don't believe. All right. So, Curtis... 
I would say loosen up just a little bit when it comes to the when it comes to the spin downs. But you're absolutely within your yeah, right. Yeah, no, sorry. Like I was but, talking about only the first half of the question. The second yeah. half of the question, you're not the asshole. The first like, half no, of the question, no, of course not. And look, here's the thing. I think the consensus of the magic community is actually on Curtis's side and saying the do the, the spin the down, down yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but in this house, as we discussed last week, within yeah. these four walls, Riley, our house rule. Yeah. You can roll whatever you want, and that's it's why fine. Dennis gets. It's funny because whenever I'm playing a game at Dennis's in at, at, at Den, in Dennis's house against him, he gets out this like little ornate kind of box, like a little little brushed steel, steel box, pulls mm-hmm. out this, these d sixes and then rolls them, but doesn't let anyone else roll. No, no, them. I it's roll like, my dice. You roll your dice. That's yeah, the fairest way. Just, that's the fairest way. Funny that like and those ones that you know it it, it came from uh, like Bucky's Magic Jamboree shop. Yeah, as well, I roll which, my dice. You roll dice. That, that's the that's the fairest thing. So Curtis said, rather if you didn't write, write into the podcast anymore, we should just move on. We should just uh, move. on. It's just weird that like and, and those dice you like. It seems like, you call them your lucky dice. And it's nah, I'd say, I'd say it's normal. I'd say, I'd say they're I'd say they're just, they funny to be very lucky. Like always, right on by. Always rolling tens, elevens. Please right on by here. Okay, all right. Just this is just weird. Just a little weird that yeah you do and you really impress quicker probability and how it is i guess so anyway david knight errant has an am i the asshole question Uh, i love the first word of this question (laughs) riley scene final Mm, round interior (laughs) scene final round of the of the rtr pre-release two at a giant sealed event with my wife who only plays magic rarely and is very medium about it when she does so someone communicates with the communicates with the dead while playing i understand (laughs) yeah somebody's not super into it (laughs) We've gone undefeated up to this point. I'm thinking maybe we should get into magic more regularly if we can prize out well. I mean, that's a good way, right? Reward, like you think, oh, if we win, this is going to get her. This is going to get the hooks in. This is going to get her into the game. Mm-hmm. Opponents are regular winners at the shop. Both know enough to be able to angle shoot and might have a history of it. Okay. Right, Scooby. Oh, this is not looking good already. Both opponents start card flicking at some point and are acting irritated because we're trying to strategize through uh, through the last game. They've expressed that they really need to go to some event or catch the next sealed flight, and I get anxious because I'm trying to balance my wife's fun level, their aggravating behavior, and my desire to win. I tersely ask them to stop flicking to, uh, to cut down on the distractions. They slow but don't stop, stating that it helps them think and that it's not against the rules. That's always a winner. Was I the <laughs> asshole for asking them to stop and or losing my cool? What would you have done? I know that you are way li- uh, likely way cooler under pressure than I am. A lot of self-awareness coming from David here. Yeah, a lot yeah. of recognition of his own potential flaws. And this is something that, again, screams to us that this level of self-reflection immediately indicates that we're dealing with someone who's re- pretty reasonable here. I, I, I 100% agree. And this is a difficult position to find yourself in. When I'm playing with friends or like or my girlfriend or whatever, and mm. Nikki plays, Nikki's been playing Magic longer than I am, so it's, yeah. it's not quite the same. Like, I'm not trying to get her Not the same dynamic, no. Okay. No, but... I am very conscious of how much fun other people are having. Oh, mate. Do you know what this is the equivalent of? This is... Hey, guys, 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 let's, guys. Let's, let's, play, let's, play, or let's play this board game. Yeah, it's it, that or in a, if a small one, maybe more people can relate to. Guys, guys, come, come watch this YouTube video. It's so, it's so uh, funny. It's so th- funny. Th- this bit's funny. Six people gathered around your phone, your phone. right? And you're not watching the video. You're watching everyone's faces as you get to the good bit to see if they enjoy it as much as you do. Yeah, this this is this is the stuff of nightmares. Okay, so I I totally understand you. you're operating a spinning plates routine of like... Yep. You want your wife to have a fun time because you think it's important, and you want her to get you know again get, get into your hobby. You want to win the game because you think you, you you're operating under the assumption that, that might be con- contingent on your wife having a good time, and yep. these guys are getting in the way of both of those things. I think like like I think they're obviously they're obviously well within their rights to flick their cards. It's a very normal thing to do. Yeah. I think you're a little bit over for asking yeah. them to stop, but not much, not by much. But the way the part where they lose me is that it's not against the it's rules. it's not against the rules. Like every time you justify that, like every, no it, reasonable it, person has ever said it's not against the rules as, as a as a way to justify their own rubbish behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime you're doing something, it's like well, t- technically speaking, there's nothing that prevents me from like uh, I, I think you'll find like that sort of that sort of justification immediately. Like that's just that's an asshole red flag here mate have you ever seen the clip of the guy playing with multiple decks oh the the melek is it paragon yeah yeah yeah. oh my oh my goodness oh that 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 tilted me like a pinball machine so those of you haven't seen this there are people playing a game of commander right casual they're on like literally like a picnic table in a playground and there's a guy who's playing with Melek. Is it Paragon? Which says that you can look at the top card of your library and play it if it's an instant or sorcery. So yeah, but so, the, the key part is you can look at the top card of your library, basically. right? And so what he does is he says he he then gets his library, separates it into two piles, right, and starts looking at both tops of the thing. And and you know what his justification is? He says nowhere in the comprehensive rules does it say that you can't play with two libraries. First of all. Yes, it does. Yes, it bloody the well does. Says mate. your library is a single pile of cards that must be like visible at all times, and or face da- a single pile of face and down cards. Secondly, Riley, here's the part that really bothers me. About the way this. the video ends. 
No, no, no. The way the video ends, because well, the end of this person's like, no one wants to play with you. Yeah, no, because yeah, you're like this. this is why no one wants to play with you. Like, that's how the video ends, is someone off camera going, this is why no one wants to play with you. Like, oh my goodness, talk it's about so telling true. how it is. But no, no, oh. the, the, anyway, this is on. the part that tilts me out right. If he's like, nowhere in the rules is the same way libraries should be a single pile. Let's ignore the fact that it does, okay? Yep, yep. Why stop at one? Why don't you have 80 oh, piles exactly. and play with your whole deck face up? Why? Like, yeah, just... just- <laughs> Just deal it out like you're playing yeah. the world's largest game of Uno and then look at each card individually. Oh, what? Oh. oh, it's so annoying. And the justification. Well, nowhere in the comprehensive... Yeah, mate, literally in the comprehensive rule that says that. Anyway. anyway let's refocus back on David here. So, David, I don't think you're the butthead for asking to stop. Or, I mean, for losing your cool, you can be the butthead, but I think you lost your cool in a pretty understandable way and everyone blows yeah. their lid. I mean, it, dep- it depends on what you mean when you say you tersely ask them to stop. Yeah. I mean, if like, you just like, hey... Tersely ask them to stop could be anything like, hey, could you stop doing that? To you, yeah. like, leaning across the table, pulling the guy by the lapel and be like, listen here, right? Listen, I don't th- yeah. And I think it's more likely the former than the latter. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Do you know another thing? I mean, you know, this is not really under the purview of the question, but another little bit of advice I'd like to like to squeak out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know your wife. Maybe I do. I don't know. I've met many Davids. I've met the, there I've was, met the wives there was, of many The Davids. way you said maybe I do has never sounded more like you're sleeping with this man's wife. Okay, I'm definitely not doing then. that. I'm definitely not doing that. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Well, maybe Let's take I that do. one from the top. <laughs> you better not cut that out, mate. That was great. I don't know your wife. Well. Maybe I do. <laughs> add a little, little mark. No, no, don't this, cut it out. Uh, don't cut it out. <laughs> add a little marker into this one. We'll come back to that one later. <laughs> I don't know your wife. <laughs> you have to leave it in there. You have to leave it in. Oh, David. I don't know your wife, man. I don't. Oh, uh, right. David and Janet. And David's like, wait, I didn't know her name is Janet. Okay, David. <laughs> David. Real talk. I don't know your wife. No. no. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll keep going until we get the perfect take. <clears throat> leave them all. Just leave all this in. This is gold. This is primo content. I don't know your wife, David, but she she knows you though. <laughs> Stop it! I just I just want to be able to edit all this out. No, leave it in. About just carry on. I didn't mean. To. <laughs> oh, you're such a baddie, Dennis. Oh, you're such a baddie. Why is your determination to just? Ruin my carefully cultivated image. Oh, because you need to mate. loosen up, mate. You like the previous, like Curtis okay. up there, need to loosen right. up a little bit. All right. Okay. You don't know David. I don't know David. I don't know David's wife. Probably. But, right? You know what we should probably enjoy more than a big stack of boosty Ds from the prize counter? Just have a good time with you, buddy. I appreciate your sentiment. That was not the way to make that sound less. You know what your wife would probably enjoy more than a big old stack of boosties? Just a a romantic boat cruise with this guy right here. Right here. Yeah, yeah. No, but you're right. Having fun. And look, if you... you, Right is right. David, if you get stressed out and you're talking, you're angry at these guys... And then you win the game. That's not going to yeah. be a fun experience. But I, I empathize with you entirely. I don't blame you for losing your cool. I think I would have lost my cool in a very similar way in the same situation. I've had this situation, not this exact same situation, with my girlfriend Megan, who with whom I am in a committed and monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just like to make that clear. Um, uh, you know, we've we've. I think it's worked both ways. Like when we've been trying to bring the bring the other into, like when I tried to introduce Megan to Settlers of Catan, right? And she just didn't love it. She just hated it. She couldn't couldn't stand the game, and I could tell that she didn't. She hated it. And I was like, oh, I really want her to enjoy this. So I'm like, oh, maybe you can enjoy it. Like, you that's can't it. force her to enjoy it. You can't it. force it, right? So I was like, all right, well, it's not. She's not into it. She's not into it. And like me, dude, I've had the same thing. Nikki, Nikki's been playing Metal Gear Solid lately because it's a game I love and I think it's a great game. Yeah, and she likes it. And she's like, every time you ask me, Dennis, if I want to play Metal Gear Solid, it makes me want to play less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so sometimes you've just got to you've got to. Loosen, like your wife's with you for many reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost, you know, I lost that battle, David, and I, you know, I'm I'm man enough to, I, I'm I'm happy enough to stand up and say that your wife chose you, and that's 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 <laughs> now something, you're leaning in. Now you're that's leaning something in. that I think about every day. But you know what? And most I'm happy nights, for the two of you twice a week. I'm happy for the two of you, and I, and you know, you've got something that's that's beautiful and rich, and that you should cherish. Um, but the reason she's with you, man, isn't because you're good at magic. Agreed. It's not because you're winning. It's not because you're winning boosters. It's because you have fun together. It's because you have fun together. And so, and this goes for everyone. It's not just David here. Everyone, when you're hanging out with someone that likes you for the person that you are, right? Just chill out and have a good time. And that's mm-hmm. where you're gonna. That's where you're gonna have. That's where you're gonna build those memories and have have an amazing time. And that's when they're gonna want to do it again. You know, 
So don't worry. Don't worry about winning those boosty Ds. Don't she's worry. Not having, she's not having fun if you're not having fun. Man. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's my advice, David. That's my advice. And I'm sorry that this derailed into a Dennis-fueled insinuation about, that. like, just, oh, awful. Terrible. I apologize to you. You're everyone. right. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. What, you're, what's, you know, between you and Sharon should stay off All the right. podcast. Listen, I'm sorry. Let's, we got, okay, and the final one coming in today from Carell. <clears throat> Am I the asshole question for smart? Whenever I'm playing Brawl on Arena, I have a firm three counter spell rule. If during the early game my opponent counters three of my spells, I can see it on the spot. I don't <laughs> enjoy playing against counter spells, which is why I prefer Brawl versus Standard. But I understand a lot of people do enjoy playing them. I worry that I'm depriving my opponents of the opportunity to play their deck. Are you crazy? I know that I dislike it when my opponents concede when my deck starts doing its thing, and I'm worried that my opponents will feel the same way when I concede to them. Am I the asshole? No! no oh, well, here, no, Corral, here's the thing. You're being a little sensitive to counter spells, I think, but at the end of the day, your time is your own. You're allowed to concede whenever you want. They print t-shirts with that rule on them for a reason, mate. Mate, this is something that I'm... Uh, this is something that I sometimes cop a little bit of flack on my stream, but most of my viewers understand this. If I'm not having fun in a game, I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. I'm out of there. Even if I've like, even if I'm like going to win, but it's going to take 15 turns, right? I am out of there. Mm-hmm. And this three counter spell rule is actually one I can relate to, right? Some people enjoy playing counter spells, and some people, but you are not de- like you're not depriving someone of their chance to no, enjoy. You don't, their you don't. You don't really owe them anything. You don't owe them what, anything, and, and especially most, not most Magic players just want the W. They don't care how it comes most of the time. But but when you okay, when you're playing brawl, right? When the stakes are actual zero, mm-hmm. right? You do not have to stick around for any reason. You do no. not have to make sure it is a GG when, in fact, it is not a GG. It is a BG, right? You do not need to do that. You can, uh, you can, uh, you can hit eject uh, at any uh. time. BGs. Oh, sure. Very good. Um, concede. If you're not having fun, yeah. you don't have to you, play, you, right? You, you have the right to pull that parachute anytime you want. And R- you are not. on that ejector seat. Your worry is completely unfounded. Right, I worry that I'm depriving my opponents of the opportunity to play their deck. No, I don't, I don't think I don't think you said it's unfounded. Corral's being no, it's not, uh, no, no. Oh, he's being overly empathetic, no, but it's, it's a good quality. Dennis. It's unfounded, and do you know why? Why is that? Because the opportunity cost for your opponent to play another game is, is zero. They click it. They click the button sure. again. This isn't at an LGS where they're you know where you got to go and find someone else. Sit down, shuffle up, da, 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 do it. No, no. You you eject. They get the W, and then they go and click play again. And in ten I don't seconds, think it's zero. And I, I think it's good for Corel to try and be this you know cognizant of his opponent's enjoyment of the game. I think he's overshot already. I don't think I, I agree with Ryan that you don't need to worry about this. No, you don't need to worry about this, dude. Play 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 Magic the way you want to play it. And and if you if you're not having fun, stop. It's a game. It's a game. Stop playing. Go to another game. Why you have to be mad? It's only game. Why you have to be mad? It's only game. Exactly. The the wisest words I think All anyone right, has I'm ever I'm Eastern European, mate. You're not allowed to do the voice. Oh, sorry, mate. Okay, you go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do, do, Why yeah, you do, have to be mad? It's only game. I'm sorry, Dennis. I'm sorry for disrespecting the the, the rich culture of, uh, oh, of uh, the people fake of Eastern European is done. <laughs> I was going for. I was trying to. I was trying to get the needles in by calling you Hungarian, but uh, instead of Croatian, that's fair. That, that doesn't ever really seem to work. Do you know? I learned something interesting about Croatia. What's that? The geographic center of Croatia is not in Croatia. Yeah, because it's a C-shaped country. But it, it's in Bos- it's in Bosnia Herzegovina because yeah. of the shape of Croatia, the ludicrous coastline-stealing shape of Croatia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the Bosnians want to do is have a swim, Dennis. They have they just one want place. Swim. They have what? They have Neum. <laughs> and you and Croatia's just like no, no. I've seen that. No meme, swim. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bosnians. I want to swim. Croatia. No. <laughs> Have you seen the sea access that Bosnia has? What is it? Yeah, look it's like a, it's like it's like a t- it's like a ten it kilometer strip of coastline. But it Croatia. It cuts yeah. Croatia into two halves. If you dr- Cro- when you drive across Croatia, you have to leave Croatia temporarily to do it. Yeah, and so generous of Croatia to give. Uh, oh man, we, this, we're moving into a completely different area here. But access to the sea is actually. One of like it's so, it's it, it, it's it's so di- like you sort of look at it and go that's so ridiculous why do they even bother but even just having five or ten kilometers of access to coastline completely it, it completely changes your your nation's political standing mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a huge buff to your overall uh, political economic geographic the first five kilometers are worth more than the, than the, than the next fifty. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, this this is an energy advice podcast, not a not a not a diplomatic interrelation international relations breakdown podcast, Dennis. It's time to wrap things up. Thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Like I said, I'd like to thank Ryan for being here. I'd like to thank channelfireball.com for sponsoring this pod. Welcome, everyone, to the secret, probably short this week, but still secret, podcast within a podcast that is Charizard Me River. Ryan, what have you been playing? Resident Evil 7? 
What do you want me to say, Dennis? Resident Evil 7. Replay, I, I replay it every time I close my eyes. We've kind of already covered uh, Charizard Mia River well, this Well, you know week, what cause... comes out in two days that I'm excited about? Is it Resident Evil 8? No, it's Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Oh, really? I've never really played a Final Fantasy game. I've never played a Final Fantasy game in any, not not really or otherwise. I've never, I've never touched so, Final Fantasy. So, and apparently, people who I like, like the the guys are kind of funny. Who are these like gaming YouTubers that I listen to? Mm-hmm. This is the podcast and stuff. Some of them hate Final Fantasy games, and they said the Final Fantasy VII remake was one of the best video games I've ever played. Oh, okay. So I'm that's... I'm open to it. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah, that that sounds. That's high praise. Like, yeah, because they're like, it, they're like, look, I hate Final. I played Final Fantasy when I was a kid, hated it. Yeah. I tried. Like Greg Miller, like did the preview event for Final Fantasy 15, and they were like, he was like, do you, are you guys sure you want me to do this? Like, I know Tim likes the games, but like, I really don't like them. He's like, I'll do yeah. the event, I'll host it, no problem. But like, this is not a love child of mine. Yeah, and they were like, no, 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 we think it'll appeal to old players and new players. And then he played Final Fantasy 15 for two hours, and he was like, nope, still hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he played seven, and he's like, this is amazing. I mean, so, if a video game is just a good video game, apparently outside, it's just like, a very good video game outside of its franchise. Then that's yeah, yeah that's insane. All right, interesting. Uh, so I want to get back to Resident Evil Seven here uh, because do you know what? Great, is, fire is, it up. Let's go. Do you know what is spamming my like you, oh, stories you, you might be interested in? Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Eight. Resident Evil Eight. Now all all apparently like the Google algorithm that that that, that uh, serves me all these you know the stories about whatever. Now it's like oh did you know that Resident Evil Eight is going to be called Village and is going to be in a high alpine. I know all this stuff about Resident Evil Eight that I never needed to know because I've yeah, because yeah. oh it's uh I love this this article I'm reading on Games Radar right it goes. Oh, here's the control. A lot of Resident Evil information is beginning to come to light. Yada yada. There's this leak about the title. Yeah. And then, and then the next subtitle for the next section is "Let's enjoy some wild speculation." And then it's just shooting from the hip, guessing what yeah. the game is going to be like. Yeah. So I know now. I'm more. But the thing is, Dennis, I want to minimize me, my exposure to this franchise. But now, because of the bloody algorithm, mate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all up in my grill. I'm here's the thing. It, it started. It takes place in a weird alpine village. Resident Evil Four, which is by a country mile the most successful of the series, already takes place in like a weird Spanish village. So the, yeah, they're running it back. Mm, I think so. I think so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, home. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We've had a wonderful time. Riley's had a slightly less wonderful time because he's still on his razor's edge from playing Resident Evil Six, Resident Evil Seven. My mistake. Yeah. Uh, if you want to write in with your power moves, your questions, your queries, your quandaries, your "Am I the assholes?" which I guess are really just quandaries. Yeah. Please do so at at Strandjack and at Riley Quarry Tire. Thanks again to Channel Fireball for sponsoring the podcast. Please head to ChannelFireball.com, pick up some store credit for uh, when we get back up and running, and head to my.cvevents.com to play in a Magic Fest online. Head to halfhousehistory.com to make Riley no. feel like, like the no. uh, URL is even more worth finishing this game for. No, no, and, no. And um, thank you to Joe and Crud for the music at the top of the show, and we'll see you all next week, Cryhearts. Hearts.